0: Hey, this is Greg McAfee, and welcome to The Greg McAfee Show. Now let's get started. And welcome back to The Greg McAfee Show, where we discuss steps to successful entrepreneurship, how to take your business to new heights, and ultimately follow your dreams. Today, we're going to be talking about It's Not a Race. It's not a race to grow your business. It's actually a journey. It's a marathon per se. And that's what we're going to talk about today. So measuring your success by comparing yourself to others is a path that leads to unhappiness and basically defeat. Now that goes for your business and that goes for real life. Because that's probably a really big challenge we have today, especially with younger people, is always comparing themselves to someone else. And we're going to talk about this, but because of social media, it's just so easy to compare yourself to someone else. And it's easy for us to compare our businesses to someone else because of social media. So life and business is not a race against other people. It's really hard with social media to not compare yourself to others, especially if you're on some of those business forums um, type pages that others are bragging about their zillion dollar growth in the hottest climate in the United States. So I have to laugh about that. Not taking anything away from companies that are in the hottest climates in the United States. But I will say that it's much easier to grow a company in the hottest climates than it is in the more mild climates. That's a fact. You can't change that. It is what it is. We live where we live. We started our business where it is. And that's just a fact. We, we deal with our climate. We have to work around our climate and those in the hot climates can't understand that they they just can't get their head around it because it's just such a different climate and temperature and everything else that goes along with that so comparisons when we when we compare ourselves to other companies and we're trying we're always trying to do what they do it steals our joy it steals our profits and it can steal our sanity; it really can. And if we don't stop comparing ourselves to others, we will constantly spend money on new trucks, more advertising, new buildings, and mental energy just trying to keep up. You know, you've heard that old saying. Well, at least I have. Um, you know, trying to keep up with the Joneses, trying to make sure your yard's greener than your neighbor's which I, I actually do that. Uh, but you know, we need to take a break of the comparison cycle because it's a game we'll never win in life or business. And I can I can tell you a story about a friend um, that I have. I haven't seen him in years. Uh, they lived in, they moved here from another state and he started, he was uh, he worked for a very large bicycle company. And he worked his way up the ladder there. He knew the ins and outs of bicycles. And he decided to start his own bicycle, um, company basically. And he built his own bike and he private labeled the bike. And the name that he chose was extremely strong. He bought the names, he bought the rights to the name, and it was extremely strong here in Dayton, Ohio. And he did extremely well for himself for a while. But every time I ask him a question, how's things going? The answer was always wonderful, perfect, great. I never could get out of him. We had a sucky month or, or something happened that was bad or somebody quit on me or a customer was upset. I never got anything like that. And I'll tell you folks, I knew right away that's not reality. Because every business owner I know goes through hard times. And, you know, just admit, just admit your weakness. Quit trying to be like other people because it's real easy to look at another company and go, they got it made. I'll be honest with you if you get down deep enough into that company and you peel that onion back a little further, you'll find out they don't have it made. They probably have more problems than you do. They're just used to handling them, and that's the bottom line. The longer you've been in business, the better you handle problems. Okay. So, we all have competitors. We know that. I've talked about it on this show. That you you may have, um, you, may have 500, you may have five hundred, you may have five thousand people in your industry in your area. It depends on how big your area is. Um, they're not all your competitors. You probably only compete with a handful. They're not all your competitors. I mean, the best thing to start doing is figure out who who's going up against you on an install. And we, I think I've even told you this, but we pay for other people's we pay our sales team for other people's proposals. Um, I want to get my hands on them. I want to look at them. I want to see them. And by the way, I'm I'm going off note here. I'm going off subject, but I have to tell you guys this because I just spoke on a podcast about raising your prices. And this just happened this morning, and I thought I'm going to sh- I'm going to share this. Um, I'm going to share this because it's so important. But we we gave an estimate, and um, l- let's just say we were two thousand dollars over higher than the other company. He was. It was between us and this other company, and we were two thousand higher. Okay, so I. Made a few adjustments and and told our sales team, uh, um, salesperson, our comfort advisor, if um, if he if he writes a check, we can do it for this. But if he finances, we can do it for this. And uh, so the the customer took a high road and called the other company and said, "I just want to let you know um, we've decided not to go with you. We've chose McAfee." And right away, the person on the phone said, "Well." I can knock another three hundred dollars off this, and the customer asked him why. You're already two thousand dollars lower, and the guy goes, "Well, uh, we want your business." And the customer said, "Well, that's why you're not getting it because you didn't listen to me. It wasn't about price here." And I, I just want to frame that. I want to, I want to say it better and frame it, and and share it with all all the all the small businesses a lot of times it's not about price. They chose you for a better reason. They chose you because they wanted quality. They wanted service. They wanted someone they could depend on, but that's a whole nother podcast. But I just wanted to share that because everybody needs to hear that little story. Okay. So we all know we have competition and that's the best part about having your own podcast. You can go off subject if you want, right? And hopefully you guys gain something from that little nugget right there because it's worth a lot to us. I'm going to use it over and over and over again in training our team, our future team, and other teams that come here to be trained. So, you know, it's okay to have a benchmark. It's okay to have a benchmark against your competition. It's okay. That's okay. That's not what I'm talking about here, about growing too fast and all that kind of stuff. But it's not our goal to duplicate them or race them. It's not our goal to see who gets to the top first. As competitive as I, as I am, and we've worked our way to number one, but I'm going to tell you how we worked our way to number one. It wasn't racing anyone. It's Our goal is to keep moving forward. Our goal is to keep improving. Our goal is to keep growing and building a solid, profitable business. And then one day we will look up and find ourselves at the head of the pack. And that's exactly my story. That's exactly my story. I, I was number 489 out of 489. And I started this thing with nothing, $274 in a used truck. And I just kept doing those things, moving forward, improving, growing, taking classes. I didn't have podcasts to listen to back then. It was 1991, 1990, 1991, 92, 93, 94, 95. But I read a ton of books and I started building a profitable business. It took me some time. It took me longer than a lot of companies. I was asked this on a a podcast. They interviewed me on a podcast the other day and and they asked me, is it possible for companies to grow faster than you did? And I said, absolutely. I was extremely slow growth. I, I didn't know what I didn't know. And I just grew one person a year for the first 15 years in business. It was very slow. But one day I looked up and I realized I'm beating. Today I can look up and say, I beat, I beat the 1488. Most of them aren't even in business anymore for many reasons I talk about on this show. But I looked up and I'm I'm ahead of the pack. And we've stayed ahead of the pack for the last five, six years. And that's harder to do than to get to the head of the pack. Um, Because we have targets on every side of us, every angle. And people are trying to take us down all the time. And uh, it's a challenge I accept. Uh, I just stay on offense. And I don't worry about defense. I stay on offense. I continue to do those things. Moving forward, keep improving, growing. And, And that's what keeps me to number one. Now, um, a fellow by the name of I, Ian Cron, he shares a story about a time when he was running a marathon, and he says um, he was watching all these people passing. So he's trained for this marathon, and he's in the marathon, and all these people are passing him, and then he um, he began to work harder and strive to get ahead, but only... To find out, that made him more exhausted and less likely to even finish the race. Finally, just as he was on the verge of calling it quits, someone from the side, the the uh, spectators, someone yelled out, run your own race, Ian. And uh, he finished the race strong. Okay. So that's what a lot of us need to do do in business is run your own race. Quit trying to keep up with everyone else. When you read these things on Facebook about these companies that went from zero to four million in two years, just know that's not reality. That's extremely, extremely, extremely rare in the hottest climate in the United States. That's not going to happen in Ohio. I guarantee it that's not going to happen in Kentucky or Indiana or anywhere else in this area. That's not going to happen. Now, there are a lot of people that can, that people, companies that can grow faster, but that's not going to happen when it's, when you have, uh, August weather of 55 in the morning and 70 high, that is not going to happen. I guarantee it. Okay. So that's, that's what I do in my business. Um, that's what I've had to do. Find out the race that was mine to run. And then I ran it um, the best I could and um, ended up passing all those companies that were 20, 30, 40, 50, 60, 70, 75 years old, 100 years old. There's actually one that was 100 years old in the Dayton area. And I they think they might have 10 employees. I don't know. Um, But that's what it took for me to do that. And I just share it with you. Um, In the running world, this was very interesting because in the running world, sprinting and a marathon race are complete opposites in the spectrum. It's kind of like in the HVAC world for us, new construction, retrofit, totally different in the spectrum. You either do one extremely well, very few companies do two extremely well or both extremely well, I should say. They they require two different ways of doing business. While both are challenging, while both the marathon and the sprint are both challenging, um, they require intense training, totally different kind of training. Um, A sprint focuses on the short term and a marathon focuses on the long run. And I read something the other day, I just thought of this, I read something the other day where a sprinter in the Olympics, it was one of his quotes and he said, everybody wants something so fast, it took me six years of training to run this, you know, hundred meter in this amount of time. It took six years of training. I want you to think about that. All right, so now I'm going to give you some reasons. By the way, this is going to be a two-part series. I'm going to give you some reasons, um, why, to, why too fast of growth is not for everyone. Um, so number one, it, it um, increased risks. There's just more risks involved when you grow too fast. Uh, number one, growth comes, uh, more growth, more financial obligations. Uh, there's also the risk of too much cash being tied up. In your growth, there's also the risk in approaching new markets. Now you've got to increase your market span, your territory. Um, now you've got to maybe increase locations, maybe open up a satellite office, and you know it's um, if this expanding can be extremely stressful and very expensive. You may find that your product or, or company culture is simply not suited for the audience you're wanting to grow in. And, you know, I just thought of another company that in the Dayton area here, years ago, they opened up, grew extremely fast. For, for Dayton, Ohio, it was extremely fast. They, they had 40 employees within the first three or four years. That's extremely fast around here. I looked at them. This was years ago. This was probably 15 years ago. I looked at them like, you're going to crash and burn. And they took on this huge job in this old building downtown. And sure enough, they crashed and burned. They bit off more than they can chew. They didn't know how to finish the job. It was industrial. It had some industrial chillers and stuff like that. They've never worked on besides installed. And they went under, they went bankrupt, gone, give or take a year, they start back up in another building, in another part of town, and they're, they're, they may have learned a little bit, but probably not enough because they're right back into doing whatever to to grow fast. And that's that's their only goal is to grow fast. When an owner's only goal is to grow fast and then sit back and put your feet up and not come in the office anymore, I don't know, that's a warped goal. It really is. Um, sure. Everybody wants to start a business, be successful and retire someday or, you know, whatever. Um, but you know, just to do that really fast, it's not going to get you far. Increased risk growth through acquisition, uh, can cause carry a lot of risk and, uh, it can be challenging. And now you bring in other people from other cultures and if you're not good at this, there's some successful, successful businesses that do this. Don't get me wrong folks, but we're talking probably less than 5% that do it well. Increased advertising and marketing expenses and not knowing where to put the money. That, that is extremely sh- risky and stressful. Number two, increased workload and stress. Uh, growing a business is tough and requires hard work and an absolute commitment. Uh, some of these, some of these people who want to grow real fast, they, they want to do it in, and as an owner, they want to do it in eight hours a day. It just doesn't work that way, folks. Growth tends to increase pressure on you and your team and your finances. Also growth tends to increase, um, and it impacts your lifestyle growth will impact your lifestyle the decisions to grow your business should be considered um, with your family and the life balance of your family in other words this is a family meeting folks this is you sit down with your family and say hey we're right here we're we're growing s- slowly do we really want to hit that gas pedal Because here's what hitting that gas pedal means. And it can mean a lot of less family time, that's for sure. Okay, then you've got loss of quality. Um, As your business grows and the phone rings more, your customer service standards, product or service quality or response times could fail and fall, fall or fail, either one. Your service standards can be sacrificed with growth. And um, I see it every day. I really do. I I, I coach teams, I coach companies, business owners every day who are willing to sacrifice their standards for growth. And I don't know what that's worth, folks. I really don't know what that's worth. I mean, when you sit down and you say, why are we in business and why do we do what we do and what are we here for? Um, that should very well be clear enough to go, that doesn't make sense. What's your reputation worth? Because too fast a growth can also take you down in your reputation. We're going to talk about that in a minute. All right. Number four, increased costs big time. As you grow, increased revenues are accompanied by increased expenses and financial planning is crucial. And if you didn't have good financial planning when you were a smaller company, you probably won't have them when you're a bigger company. Hiring and hiring right. Again, if we haven't hired right in the past when we were gradually growing, what makes us think we're going to hire right when we're growing faster? That's the biggest problem. We're not prepared for growth. It's unhealthy and I'll jump to the end. I'll jump to the end of part two where I say more businesses go out of business because of fast growth than lack of capital every single day. I don't know if it's an ego thing or staying up with the Joneses that I've got to grow to look successful. I'd much rather grow at a slower pace and be successful and be profitable and be solid with a great reputation than worry about the fast growth track. All right. So if you experience rapid growth, you will likely experience payment gaps. It changes your whole world of finance. Loans or more loans will be necessary to fund these costs and if you're not able to pay your bills on time you're going to be you have to control your reputational damage because it will it will damage your reputation the reputation you had of paying your bills on time you may not have that during a fast growth period so paying on time matters with your reputation. And number 5, lastly here on part 1, loss of direct control. If you're the type of person that want to be that wants to be in control of your company and and touch everything, well fast growth, you're going to lose all that really fast because hiring more and increasing your team and growing your customer base in, increases pressure on all the systems, if you have any systems in place, all your processes, and you, big time. And this can make it more and more difficult to keep control of everything yourself. So finding what happens is, is now people go into a panic mode because the fast growth is actually taking place. It's not really that hard to grow fast it's harder to handle the growth and be prepared for it to begin with. But finding or grooming an operations manager or a general manager takes time. If you want to do it right, anybody can hire a body, anybody can hire a manager, but if you want the right manager for your company and to do things without you there correctly, that takes a ton of time. It really does. And if you like to retain control over every aspect of your business and have trouble delegating responsibility or do not regularly document consistent procedures, I, I, know, very, I know very few business owners who are really good at that. I mean, I hire people to be good at that. Um, I've got it all up here, but actually putting it down on paper, that's not my expertise. The growth route may not be for you. The fast growth route may not be for you if you're not good at those things. I'll say it again. More companies go out of business because of fast growth than lack of capital. And that's a fact. I'm all about growth. It it shows. If you come to McAfee, you'll see we're we're all about growth. We're all about being ahead of the curve. We're all about coming up with things first, and then letting our competitors try to catch up. And by the time they duplicate what we're trying, what we've done, we've already changed gears and went to a new thing. And and that that happens all the time here, and that happens in great growing companies. There's a big difference, folks, between a healthy growth company. And too fast of growth, and that's what we're talking about—is too fast of growth, because I talk—I talk to contractors all the time who are worrying about taking the fast growth route, and it's not healthy, and I don't recommend it. If you can't tell that already, I don't recommend it. So we're gonna we're gonna continue on with part two next week. Um, it's called "It's Not a Race." So before we wrap up. If you are watching on YouTube, don't forget to like and subscribe below. You can also support this podcast by rating and reviewing it on iTunes or your preferred listening platform. Keep listening because I'm trying to help you grow your business more in a healthy way. And of course, sleep better at night. It's not a race. It's a journey. It's a marathon. And it's actually fun if you do it that way. So don't forget Follow us on Instagram and Facebook at The Greg McAfee Show. That's no spaces and no underscores. And be sure you uh, tune in next week, rather, when we're going to talk about It's Not a Race, part two. I've got some really good information and some stories about companies that have grown too fast and they're no longer around. And they were extremely successful at one time. So... Thanks for listening. And as always, carry on and have a great day.